Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Alright, let me go ahead and get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into an episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. This ain't gonna be episode 182. This is gonna be a real quick mini pod. Uh, I've been getting hit up from a few folks and uh, via email, uh, iMessage, uh, Facebook, Messenger, um, Twitter, DMs, and uh, Snapchats. Um, people just asking you know what i think about the current state of events i know it's been a minute since i dropped an episode been uh, about a couple weeks three weeks two three weeks uh just been real busy um with a lot of stuff around the house and taking care of my baby girl and then just working 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 uh just trying to make it do what it do um hopefully y'all don't hear that humming i got my heater on down here in this basement it's cold as shit down here but um yeah happy november uh we made it through another election uh kinda this is like the election that never ends you got um trump you know the cheeto in chief uh you know he out here acting a a plum fool the orange julius caesar he's out here just uh man he's just talking about they cheating uh they they they're trying to sue uh different states and talking about these late ballots are invalid and all this other shit and i'm just thinking i'm like dude if you stop right now you concede right now you know you give up biden's going to win right now and uh let me check take a look at the numbers right now real quick let's see here uh let me see here um electoral college votes let's see how it's going so right now it looks like it's 264 to uh 214 in favor of donald trump not trump but uh uh, joe biden i'm sorry looks like uh whatchamacallit uh let's see here it looks like it's kind of tied head and head down there in georgia for them votes Arizona went to um, went to uh, Biden and let's see here that was surprising that Iowa went over to Trump but yeah so right now it's at 264 to 214 and that's what uh, so he's in the lead Joe Biden Jim Crow Joe's in the lead in Nevada right now Uh, so that's what people really just trying to wait on is Nevada but then you got Georgia like man it is neck and neck pretty much um north carolina is pretty close but that's leaning towards trump and then it's the same for pennsylvania too uh that's crazy but the thing is he just got to get to that 270 that's all it is um yeah but the thing is what what's so fucking crazy about this whole thing is there's a clip that's been floating around from uh your man bernie sanders who was saying that um you know the the strategy that uh the trump administration was going to use uh, and he was speaking about how you know the whole uh you know how they fucked up the uh, usps the united states post office services uh you know they really kind of went on a a tear and uh they were telling uh, you know uh them uh the letter carriers that they couldn't work overtime uh that they needed to uh you know try to get their routes done in eight hours uh no more than nine hours and shit like that and then uh just started doing some shady shit uh you know sabotaging different uh post offices and things like that and now 
you you seeing uh but what uh bernie sanders was saying to jimmy fallon was that the trump administration is going to come out and say look how they're cheating all these late votes and shit like that and i mean some i think some of these states have up to 30 days i think it might be the total united states you have up to 30 days to uh get all those ballot ballots counted so we won't know a, a clear-cut winner until this uh weekend and that's why they rushed to get that uh supreme court justice uh that lady that who had a very thin resume they hurry up and got her pushed through so uh the whole um supreme court would be leaning right and uh and pull out pull some bullshit out their ass um so what we're seeing here is uh our current president the cheeto in chief just being a giant baby like this dude is just having a meltdown on twitter like soon as uh jim crow joe took the lead like he, his twitter fingers just went crazy and what was so wild about the tweets he was firing off is that a lot of them were starting to be blocked because it was just such uh false information they were flagging his tweets now you know how crazy that is for the the president of the united states to have his tweets flagged like this is false information this isn't uh real information about the uh, election and electoral college it's, it is fucking wild wild crazy as shit but um people wanted to know what was my thoughts and the whole thing with this whole presidency is um like on one hand <clears throat> i could give a fuck less personally i could give a fuck less um or i couldn't give a fuck less uh about who wins i just i just don't but as a black man and you know uh just thinking about my people my black folks out there and other non-whites um and non-racist white folks but most importantly my people black folks um you know i would like jim crow joe to win and i'll tell you why uh these last four years have been very antagonistic towards non-white specifically black folks uh we've seen a group of uh white supremacists so many different factions and branches just become emboldened and just come out the woodworks and form like the fucking avengers just being just being out here so antagonistic uh just being bothersome and just uh it's just just it was just a pure evil that i don't think us black folks were ready for and when i say pure evil what i'm uh speaking on is uh just seeing these group of bigoted white folks being so proud to be so ignorant and so uh not give a damn about their fellow americans uh their fellow people and uh just no no just no regards for anybody not even their own fucking families because i see so many trump supporters you know uh getting screenshotted and shit like that uh you know by outed by family members and shit like that and it's just when this is all over if trump gets another four years or if jim crow joe wins you know we're you're going you see who the racists are you really see it like you really see just how evil some of these people are you know and uh my thing is you know i think it will provide some temporary relief for black folks because i know it's triggering to see um that red maga hat out in public uh you know seeing those people riding around with those flags on the back of their pickup trucks you know running around here just being just being antagonistic they can't tell you a policy of this trump administrations or what they have done to actually help the american people they can't tell you not one lick one bullet point anything they just gonna speak in slogans well he is gonna build a wall he built the wall it's like the wall isn't even completed there was already a wall up all right well he got rid of 
some immigrants and it's just like some of that shit is still locked up in courts right now right and so it's just slogans and it's just like well what about hillary's emails and then now they're talking about uh biden's emails and shit like that and it's just like he needs to be locked up lock up obama too and it's just like what like what the fuck are you even talking about but it's just these people take pride in being a pain in the ass every single one of them running around here with these red hats and just just they just love to just pick at you just pick at you and then a few of them get laid out then all of a sudden it's just oh i'm the victim i'm the victim but they just love to it's just like an annoying little brother or little sister that keeps fucking with you you know what i'm saying or um or that bully that's you know that's big and bad with the crowd but when they catch the fair one and get their ass beat then all of a sudden you know it's it's one of those situations where they become the victim and it's all fucked up in the game now and you know you didn't jeopardize your life because you didn't whoop some punk ass you know you didn't beat the brakes off some half a bitch you know what i'm saying and it's just so i know if a jim crow joe wins um i don't believe that there's going to be any kind of bullshit ass civil war or anything like that i know they be on youtube with their little guns and running around in the forest playing call of duty and shit like that uh but they ain't gonna bring that smoke into uh black areas and other non-white areas they're not gonna bring that smoke uh you see what these people are doing now they're being antagonistic they're fucking with the uh the uh the poll workers or the people who are counting the ballots at these county offices they are uh some some of them are chanting at different it's, it just depends on the state it's just like stop the count or keep counting and it's just it you know they're trying to skew it so the cheeto in chief wins and um but i believe like i said if jim crow joe wins it'll provide just some relief because this has been a very stressful four years for uh non-whites uh for black folks uh specifically black folks and for uh, non-racist white folks it has been uh, a hell of uh, four years and um we're the laughing stock of the world and i just believe you know with jim crow joe uh it is going to provide some kind of social relief uh and it'll kind of ease the psyche of a lot of non-white folks specifically black folks because you just you just see that and you just instantly think like a clan member or whatever and you're just always on 10 you just always on fucking 10 and that is the toughest thing about being black in america or even just black on the globe because you know racism and white supremacy is fucking global but just here in america is like we're in the big house like we're we like we're front row center we see how the machine works we see how it moves and you're just always on 10 that's why black folks have high blood pressure that's why we be dying from heart disease and shit like that it's just stress induced because it is hell being black in white america it is and just with this presidency it just dialed it up to a, a, a whole nother level and i love to see who my enemies are and i know who they are now and um but like i said i i couldn't give a fuck less about who's in that white house because i'm gonna get it regardless um but i just i think this is going to relieve some stress from black folks and other non-whites and you know just regular white folks who aren't bigoted um i just believe that you know if jim crow joe wins uh this shit will tame down but uh these people who are running around here with these maga hats these flags uh this these t-shirts and just the disgusting acts that they've committed over the four years to promote this man uh, i hope you will be shunned forever from your family from your friends from your co-workers uh because you chose evil over being a, a decent person and it is the it is one of the most disgusting things you could have done on this planet you know and uh and even more specifically in 2020 
to vote for this man i could see you being spiteful in 2016 maybe i could give you a pass a half a pass uh but you still look funny in a light you know in 2016 when the dnc pulled that bullshit over bernie and those bernie bros you know with hillary and bernie putting hillary over bernie and those bernie bros flipping to vote for trump and shit like that and people just they didn't care about the candidates uh the the rnc had a uh, weak ass candidate in trump the dnc had an overconfident uh candidate who didn't work hard uh on the dnc side and so people were like eh, i'll just flip a coin you know but in 2020 and you know after the presidency especially after charlottesville and how this man reacted and uh you know just toward his sentiments towards kaepernick him telling black folks what do you have to lose you know uh calling uh you know people from uh you know africa say they come from shithole countries or majority black countries like in the caribbean and in the continent of Af africa they say they live in shithole countries and for you to still be out here talking about keep America great, to still say that, to keep America great and to go out here and vote for this man, you have shown us exactly who the fuck you are. And I hope that you catch hell from this day forward until the day that you die. And I hope you die with your eyes open because you know what they say. If you die with your eyes open, that means you fucking deserved it. But um, as far as, um, you know, uh, me voting and things like that, I, de I definitely I mailed in my shit because I didn't, uh, you know, me and the wife, we mailed ours in. We didn't want to, you know, deal with the long lines. And uh, we got a child, you know, we got a little baby. And um, there were some great initiatives on there and uh, they all passed in our favor. Um, there was that initiative uh, 428 which capped uh payday loans at 36 percent uh because uh i think we're wanting to now we're like one of like i think uh five or six states that actually capped uh payday loans uh we have here in omaha we i feel like we have a fucking payday loan center uh every fucking three blocks down north you know over here on the black side and over there in little mexico too there's just you know paycheck advance payday loans and all this other shit and uh it is some predatory lending i remember i used to fuck with uh paycheck advance back in the day when i was uh living out on my own this was over 10 years ago like when i was first out on my own just trying to you know make that stretch to the next week and shit like that and man i get that little 425 dollars and then you have to end and i end up paying like you know 650 paying it back piece by piece and you know damn near paying double if you you know come in late on a payment and shit like that and it just keeps you looped in and i think uh it just got to a point where i just used my tax return just to pay that shit off and i was like shit i just fuck with an eviction notice and just you know have these motherfuckers take me to court or some shit you know what i'm saying but luckily i got my act together and learned how to balance them books and kind of chill on wilding out and shit like that and just spending my money on stupid shit you know just weekends out always eating out sneakers and you know clothes and shit shit that i didn't need getting every new video game that came out and shit like that you know how it is when you out on your own and shit but you know so i'm glad about that and then it looks like uh uh gambling or like casinos are going to come here but it's at like the racetracks or whatever and so and then everything for that got uh, approved because in nebraska the only way you can have a casino is if you're native if you have it on tribal lands um that must be nice but uh so so now it's going to be uh it got approved to legalize uh like casinos type shit at like racetracks and then the revenue is going to go towards the state and helping with property tax relief because i i think nebraska we are what are we maybe in the top five definitely top 10 i'd say top seven in this in the country of out of 50 states of the highest property taxes and what's so fucking disgusting is you got uh stinky dick uh pete ricketts 
out here hot dog water uh pete ricketts hot dog head ass he always talking about we're going to do property relief and all this other shit and he actually wrote an op-ed in the world herald talking about why it's bad for nebraska to get casinos now we already got some uh casinos over here like at these uh on on tribal lands because up in macy uh nebraska which is a huge uh, uh plot of federal land for the natives up there there's uh actually a, a few like um uh slot machines inside of like you know gas stations and shit like that or there's like little podunk casinos and shit like that but he's always preaching when he runs uh, his platform is always property tax relief and shit like that. But he's against casinos. He's against, uh, you know, medical marijuana and recreational use of marijuana. And I'm just like those two things, three things, if you divide up the marijuana thing, uh, stipulations or whatever, it, it will give us so much relief. And I know people who make, you know, two, three times as much as me. And they're always complaining about property taxes. You know what I'm saying here. And uh, and what you have to do here and where's the jig is where they fuck you up because they they got us last year. Well, this year. Uh, so last year for 2019, so 2018 to 2019. So we just paid 2019s or no, we just paid 2020s. We're good for the year for I don't know. I don't know how this shit work. I think we got just pay last year's and then in March we'll pay this year's. But anyways, so they bumped up the valuation. They bump up the valuation of your home to get more money from you. So they initially like I think the first year, first couple years here, we only paid like I think uh 23 2400 you know for the year in property taxes or whatever for our home and uh, you know what's crazy even after you pay off your fucking home you still got to pay property taxes after you pay off your loan whether it's 15 20 or 30 years you have to and then you have to pay you still have to pay property taxes then when you reach like 60 something you can apply to no longer have to pay for your fucking property taxes i think that is some bullshit they tax you on everything but um so last year we get a form or a postcard evaluating our land because uh, we're sitting on an acre they evaluate your land and then the actual brick mortar whatever the actual foundation your actual home and that shit went up like almost fifty thousand dollars they evaluated our home and so in turn in return our property taxes went up uh almost a thousand bucks so they didn't squeezed out an extra like 980 bucks from us this year uh because in 2018 i think we paid like 24 something and this year it was like 33 almost 3400 dollars they squeezed out an extra 900 dollars uh from us almost a thousand bucks from us which was some straight bullshit i was pissed but i learned the game because if you look at the mayor mean gene stothard if you look at her uh you can look up her address online and her valuation uh her valuation stays the same every fucking year because she protested or you know she just hits that uh county assessor and just like hey don't you know hey you, hey don't 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 raise the valuation of my home so but us regular folks we have to go down to the county clerk's office and uh huff and puff and fight and argue with motherfuckers to be like hey how do like i ain't changed the goddamn thing about outside of my house and all of a sudden it's fifty thousand dollars up and you know what they told me when i called about that they were talking about because there's so much new development down north so because they're investing and in gentrifying the north side where i stay at uh you know pushing out all these black folks these poor black folks and then all of a sudden you know our property values are going up and because we're seeing a wave of white folks are in my age range like old millennials 
so like the millennials born in the early 80s so all of them born in the 80s so uh those millennials are they want to be uh closer to downtown they want to be in the heart of the city in the middle of it all they don't want to be living out in the suburbs on the outskirts of town in these uh cul-de-sacs or these uh these developments with all these cookie cutter houses and shit like that they want to come back to the heart of the city where um the houses have more uh you know different styles and all this other shit because you know how you go to some of these developments and all of these houses have the same look they just different colors and shit like that the same brown fence the same you know garage up under the house the house is built on top of it and all this other shit there's a whole last development out there near about off of 90th and uh Sorensen parkway uh you can see it from like 60th from i680 uh heading westbound you can just see i'm just building all these houses the same fucking way it's like i would never 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 go for that and i know they say never say never but i could not go for that living in a development where every fucking house looks the same so now we're seeing this wave of these uh these so-called uh millennials coming back want to be part towards the heart of the city and now they're trying to fix it up and shit like that you know pushing folks out or uh, creating these um so-called mixed income developments but you know what happens with the mixed income development right so they get the development built you got mixed income folks in there for the first year uh the higher income folks uh call the police on the lower income folks then all of a sudden they getting pushed out and evicted and who gets replaced they slather a new coat of paint on that uh lower income apartment which is the same as the higher income apartment so now here comes some more high income people and then the cycle continues until you push out all those poor folks right or those lower income folks so that's basically what happens so that's what we're seeing and that's why these house evaluations have been going up so high and speaking of uh house shit my neighbor he sold his house so i'm on an acre my neighbor he's on like two acres uh or like an acre and a half and he sold his house which I think was sitting on like half an acre and there's like a there was an acre between us with just trees and he used to have his chickens running around. Tell me why this man cut down all these trees. Like he sold his house, didn't sell the plot of land. And this this brother is about to build a house right next door to me now. I'm like, fuck. Like we got a six foot privacy fence, but I'm just like I don't want nobody that close to me. Like my closest neighbors is the uh is the uh the Hispanic folks across the street, like Mike and them, shout out to them. And they across the street, but I could still speak to them from my driveway, you know what I'm saying? But this brother's gonna be like right next door, like right next to my fence, and I'm just like man, like I can't be out here like skinny dipping in my pool, like come on man i'm just but he said it's gonna take like two years so we'll see how it goes hopefully he throws up a fence too but i know uh i'm like damn this brother gotta be balling though to build his own home though you know what i'm saying but uh i think he's just taking the revenue from the house that he sold and just flipping that and investing that into his land and building a home but it's gonna take like two years but they done cleared out all these trees so now i gotta get like a little curtain because we got a deck attached to our um like kind of like a walkout deck uh uh on our bedroom on the main bedroom i ain't gonna say master bedroom but the main bedroom because that's racist as fuck uh but the main bedroom we have like a walkout balcony and the door that you go out of we didn't have like a little cafe curtain up there we didn't because we had all them trees there the privacy trees like on, on his property line you know where our property lines met and um now so i gotta get a curtain for that because now the moon just be beaming in there and it looks like a fucking spotlight is in our bedroom right now which is like fuck but um but anyways uh i was going on a rant and i have to pull it right back to this bullshit ass governor and how he talks to the talks about property relief and all this other shit and uh so like i said those three main streams of revenue that could help out the state would be the you know uh the casinos going up and then the whole medicinal marijuana and what's so crazy uh south dakota just um 
just legalize marijuana on a recreational use for adults and, uh, and for medically and medicinally or, or medicinal use. So, you know what? I got some people up there, like some of my wife's folks are up there. So I'm just like, I will take out a loan to get a brick and mortar uh, storefront and get some shit popping. You know what I'm saying? Like, I will I will dump out. I will dump out my 401k. I will borrow against that and take out a loan to get some shit popping because you know what's funny is a lot of right wingers be against uh marijuana but a lot of them on the low being invest be investing in these companies and just watching their money grow and shit like that that's the jig right there you know morally oh it's wrong it's wrong but on the back end you know they throwing you know 10 20 30 40 50 thousand dollars with some other folks to invest in a startup or on a farm you see what i'm saying so that's crazy but i just wish i mean them dudes here there was some bunch of uh weed heads here who were trying to you know get the shit on the ballot this time but then they got enough votes but i mean enough signatures but something shady happened uh which fucked up the game something really shady happened uh where they couldn't get on the ballot to uh, at least get uh medical marijuana on there uh but anyways the other thing that was on the ballot here in the state was um was uh talking about abolishing uh slavery as a um what i'm looking for as a source of punishment for uh people getting excuse me incarcerated and that was huge and um i think uh there was still was like it was like 69 percent of the state voted in favor of getting rid of that language and then like 31 percent was for it and I said this on Facebook and I'll tell you guys uh, and people were like, I'm just surprised these people are racist and blah, blah, blah. And I think some of that 31 percent is racist uh, who did that, because, you know, when you think of uh, people being locked up and doing hard labor for uh, pennies or uh, no money at all, you think of black men and you, uh, you can throw in some brown men, too. And uh, poor white men also, but the main culprit you will look at is black men, because we're overwhelmingly uh, the highest population of incarcerated uh, persons uh, in the United States. Uh, but the thing I had to look at is what I would like to see is the breakdown by cities or by counties, because Nebraska, I think we have ten penitentiaries here. Uh, you got the one out, you got that main one out in Tecumseh. You got the Lincoln one, and then you got. Um, the york that's the women's prison uh out there in york and then mccook has uh like a work type facility type thing uh prison and you have to think like that's a big uh revenue source for these towns and uh you know it's a source of employment for a lot of these podunk towns uh you know outside of omaha and outside of lincoln so you really have to think about that. So a lot of people, you know, they probably shit a brick, especially in like McCook and T Tecumseh, them small ass towns. They probably was like, oh, hell no. You know what I'm saying? They trying to get rid of our bread and butter. And that's, you know, that's how they're thinking. Or they, they took our jobs, you know, some shit like that. So you have to really think in an economical standpoint, too, from an economics standpoint with that. Um, And then what else was on the ballot? Kara uh, Eastman lost for a second uh, congressional district or whatever to uh, Don Bacon. That sucked. Uh, I met Don Bacon a couple times and it, uh, like Omaha Day parades and shit like that. I mean, he you only see his, his goofy ass, you know, at that time on the north side. That's it. But I really liked Kara uh, Eastman. Her name bothers me because I want to say Kara, but it's whatever. But she actually had a plan. She actually had a plan to help... Uh, to help it was specifically for black folks but it, she had some she had some trick bag language trick bag language in there like you know people of color and shit like that even though it was geared towards black folks you know how that go but we could have held her feet to the flame and you know kind of been more pushing on her on that one but uh that was a close one but ultimately they were saying that here in nebraska uh, here in omaha in district two it was more so, you know, a bunch of Biden bacon, uh, 
you know, voters, you know what I'm saying? Uh, a lot of the Republicans here were disgusted by Trump, you know, in this in Omaha. And so they voted for Biden. And what was crazy is our, our votes, our five votes can be broken up by uh, congressional districts one, two and three. And so we're congressional district two. And uh, our vote actually went blue like it did for uh, Obama back in 08 and 2012. Uh, so Biden got one vote from Nebraska, one out of the five. And uh, it burned uh, Dirty Dick Pete Ricketts' ass. It chapped his ass because he was on TV um, talking about how, or was he on TV or was there an article? I believe he was on TV talking about, this is our governor. He was talking about how uh, how it needs to be winner takes all or some shit. And he supported an initiative where that could happen. But it's like, nope. Like we, we like everybody needs a voice and that would be dope if the shit if they did the electoral college like that if they split it up by congressional districts, you know, all over the 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 country, you know, so people would have more of a representation, more of a voice. But uh yeah, Jim Crow Joe, he got our vote uh here in Congressional District Two. I got so fucking tired of y'all on uh fucking Instagram, Twitter and uh especially facebook i get so tired of y'all stealing shit on facebook but that's all y'all talking about when i say i'm from nebraska i'm from district two not the rest of nebraska like shut the fuck up just shut the fuck up like that lady who had that tweet it was a fire tweet you know you know when you first saw it but then everybody started making it their facebook status and i'm just like man you couldn't just screenshot the uh the fucking tweet from the lady to give her her credit like damn if i see something funny on twitter i screenshot that shit and i share it on my story like you know what this person is getting a credit and they funny as fuck so let's give credit where credit is due like just don't make that your whole fucking facebook status like you know how trash you gotta be to just fucking be like a copycat like that and fucking save it like an original thought like i know so many people who do that shit and i just be like you ain't even gonna get this fucking laugh from me you ain't gonna get the laugh reaction you ain't even gonna get the fucking thumbs up just know when you steal a fucking viral meme or a tweet and you make it a facebook status i'm looking at your shit with disgust i'm probably holding a cup of water or a cup of juice and nina's sitting on my left knee and we scrolling and we looking at you with disgust we are we're judging you and if it's late at night i'm in bed with my wife and she's looking at you with disgust so i want you to feel that shame so i'm gonna take a minute so you can feel the shame i hope you enjoyed that silence uh let's talk about uh real quick real quick uh, i'm talking too damn long but um let's talk about the blame the black man trope uh that we're going to see uh, with this election, uh, whether Biden wins or loses, uh, we uh, there's an article. NBC News released an article talking about how only 80 percent of black men voted for Biden compared to 2016's, which was uh, uh, with Hillary, which was 82 percent. And uh, I think with black women, it was 91 or 92 percent voted for Biden. And they're talking about the uh, 20%. They're talking about that is a huge number of black men who uh, didn't vote for Biden. And uh, the thing is, Biden didn't have a plan for black folks. Uh, it's the same as Hillary. And I think, uh, I believe, brothers just, they just weren't filling Biden, the Biden-Harris ticket. Uh, but what I don't want to see is so much shit about... Um, you know, black men didn't vote for Biden because he picked a black woman for uh, his uh, his VP, uh, half black woman. And my thing is, you know how crazy that is to say that about black men and to go off. And, you know, there's so many tweets about it from these blue check blacks who want a job in the administration or want a job, uh, you know, on TV, you know, shitting on black men. And uh, th this ain't it. This ain't it. it uh, studies have been proven that black men are the most progressive men out of all the men in the United States. It don't matter who who it is. It don't matter, uh, you know, against white men, uh, Latinx, uh, you know, Latinx folks, uh, Asians, uh, natives. It, it just it we blow them out the water as far as 
when it comes to being progressive minded and uh, as far as equal rights, as far as uh, women succeeding in the workplace, uh, just everything on those issues and the brother uh dr tommy curry breaks that down so beautifully um you can uh research his work i don't want to do that to y'all so let me go ahead and pull up some number numbers real quick i don't want to be like them niggas on twitter do your research you know what i'm saying but hold on just a second all right so some of the work uh works you can look up is uh by uh one is by uh catherine uh e hard hard noise hard noise h-a-r-n-o-i-s and it's uh complexity within and similarity across so it's uh interpreting black men's support of gender justice amidst cultural representations that suggest otherwise and this is in the book um hypersexual hypermasculine gender race and sexuality and the identities of contemporary black men and then let me see uh let me go back. Let me keep going back, 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 forth and forth. Yeah, I love my voice. Um, there's a couple of more people too, but you can check out uh, Tommy Curry's "The Man Not." Let me see if this fucking page will load up. Man, I'm slacking on the Mackin, but that's what happens when you do a mini pod, though. Uh, let me see. Um, bear with me here. Um, let's see here. Um, let's see here. Uh, no, Noel, uh, Casanave. You can look up some of her works. Uh, Evelyn Simeon and uh, Kathleen Blee. All right, they've they've all done um, some uh, some some studies on black male attitudes, and they got some articles and books out there, textbooks out there, so y'all can uh, check those people out. Uh, but definitely the uh, Catherine uh, Harnoy or Harnois or I don't know how you, it's H A R N O I S. Um, so it's basically a lot of those studies conclude that you know black males, black uh, men are um you know more progressive minded and even as progressive minded as black women a lot of these studies show so uh with this whole hang up and they're trying to create this whole gender divide if uh, jim crow joe loses they they need a scapegoat they need somebody to blame besides the democrats running on a very weak weak very weak um game you know uh, as far as a strategy uh to get votes from the american people they focused uh nobody focused on black folks nobody um i mean you can say trump had that platinum plan which was some bullshit and then uh cube had the contract with black america and the democrats was like hey let us win the white house will come talk to you trump's people with a, a rnc folks were like we'll talk to you right now you got some good shit and with the trump people it was more so of them like oh let me look at what you got over here boy and then let me go ahead and take that and add it to our plan right that's pretty much all that it was and the democrats are just like hold on hold on hold on let us win first and then we'll talk about your contract with black america so um you know and then to see somebody like dl hughley come out and attack cube for um you know going and talking with the trump administration i just thought uh, that that nigga came out like damn are you bought and paid for by the dnc like are they cutting you with some kind of check because uh dl i remember you was looking funny in the light uh when you was out here uh talking about nappy headed holes on jay leno you know you were trying to defend don imus so uh yeah okay so yeah there's that clip on jay leno you looking funny in the light so that i like dl hughley but i didn't like that shit how he came out and attacked um cube o'shea jackson i didn't like that at all um but we seeing this whole uh dance song and dance where motherfuckers is coming out you know trying to blame black men if uh the cheeto in chief gets another four years which is some bullshit instead of looking at the democrats and wondering why they are running on such a weak platform when it comes to black folks which is their core base 
you know and they and uh that nbc article which actually was a uh, pretty it had some data in there and it was talking about how uh black men have been just kind of slipping out of the democratic party since uh obama got elected in like 2008 the numbers have been dropping since then so i mean maybe brothers is just tired and fed up you know they want something more or you know i know of so many black men that just don't vote you know and uh you know, I'd be trying to kick some game to him like, hey, there's other shit down the ballot that's not just presidential. You know, we need to be voting in these gubernatorial races, um, these uh, races for mayor. There's different initiatives on the ballot that will affect you, impact you directly. Uh, stop leaving it up to, you know, somebody in some fucking podunk town, you know, stealing your vote. You know what I'm saying? But um I'm not going to say it is what it is because I'm tired of seeing this bullshit of all these uh, fake ass articles coming out. I remember I was watching Tuesday night. I was watching ABC News and they had a panel full of white folks and one black woman. And they were talking about why black men. There's a gender divide in the black community. And I'm like, nigga, where? Like, are you guys just on Twitter? Like, is that where you getting your news from? From a bunch of disgruntled uh people who are trying to get a fucking job so they just stirring up controversy you know what i'm saying so it's just i I felt very uncomfortable watching a panel full of white folks with one sister up there and she didn't say anything negative about black men she was uh, just sitting up there looking like are they really fucking saying this you know how you had one negro in the room and then some shit just goes left with a bunch of white folks and you just like you looking at the camera like you on fucking the office or something like you filming a segment on the office you know that's how she was looking the whole time i wish i should have filmed that but yeah just a room full of white folks talking about there's a gender divide in the black community based on how folks are voting like get the fuck out of here you know that is just bullshit like that that just makes you uh disgusted and um you know it's one of those things where it looks like georgia is going to come through for biden and that that's basically the black vote uh them black folks in them uh counties down there like fulton county coming showing up and showing out voting for jim crow joe and there's so many white folks online like oh black folks are saving us again oh they're saving us from ourselves thank you oh thank you so much you magical negroes it's just i don't know that i just feel some type of way but i but like i explained earlier i think black folks just fed up uh with the antagonistic behavior of these trumpians these maggots running around here you know just just doing anything that they can and hiding behind police you know throwing a stone hiding their hands i saw some shit online a video where uh this white boy had a trump flag flying through uh trying to roll through a black neighborhood being antagonistic and them uh brothers ran him up off the block but what was funny is you saw the cops protecting his vehicle this truck they were like walking behind it and shit and they were calling the cops out like you up here defending this shit you know like look at y'all but it's just like that's their brother you know they gonna put race first you know them white cops are gonna put race first and them uh them negro cops they gonna put uh the the blue race first you know what i'm saying with they goofy ass um yeah but i thought that was fascinating to see that them brothers ran that uh piece of shit up off the block but you got cops up here protecting his property and shit like that trying to give him a a a safe escort you know he thought he was going to come down to the block and be antagonistic fucking with them black folks and then them brothers got him up off the block but he got fucking armed security right there and then black folks down there paying them uh with their tax dollars paying them pieces of shit them race soldiers posing as cops paying their salary you know how fucked up that is we be paying for our own demise and that's what i think with us uh bringing this reparations thing to the table uh foundational black americans uh ados black uh ados uh all of us we need to i don't know i don't care what we call ourselves foundational or ados uh that needs to be a clause we have to stop paying taxes we have to stop paying taxes because we pay taxes for our demise that's it we need to be on that native status because i worked with a uh 
a native brother he was like black and native uh called him chief he uh and that's what he wanted to be called you know that's what us being racist but he always be uh talking shit to us on payday he's like look at this i ain't even gotta pay taxes nigga didn't pay no federal taxes i don't even think he paid state taxes either just got his whole ass check i'm like nigga how the fuck are you tax exempt like how but instead he was talking about it's that native shit you know that contract that the natives have with uh uh with you know with the government and i believe that is one condition black folks have to we have to pull out from paying taxes we shouldn't have to pay no fucking taxes for what 400 years we shouldn't have to pay not one lick because we are paying for our own demise at the hands of the state and on, on the hands at, at the state level and federal level and local level. It's just some bullshit, some straight up bullshit. But, um, yeah, so this whole blame the black man trope, uh, that's just the Democrats hiding behind their weak. Uh, they didn't have a plan for black America. So then it was just like, oh, black folks just black men just didn't show up black men must have did that because he got a black woman and it's just like yo what the fuck got a black woman as vp but that ain't it chief you know just brothers is tired you know and it's still an overwhelming number 80 percent of black men still voted for uh biden like you're not looking at other groups and you know what's crazy is uh the democrats was talking about the latino voters and shit like that talking about it's a more diverse group you know because a lot of them latinos they're starting to lean towards like them fucking cubans down there in florida them motherfuckers went off and uh i seen a a video uh, a screenshot it was talking about the cubans versus the puerto ricans on how they voted and shit like that and most of them puerto ricans they uh voted for uh biden but them cubans overwhelmingly voted for trump and uh my wife was trying to say it was uh due to like scare tactics talking about uh joe biden is gonna be like a socialist president and all this other shit and they come from a socialist country and shit like that i'm like no it ain't them motherfuckers want to be white they the white people in cuba and they think they gonna get in good with the white folks in america get no them motherfuckers think they white and it's all then they dance in and out of their ethnicity and their their race when it's convenient some benefits being handed out they speak in spanish up all up up and down the block and everything you know what i'm saying got some uh, a rose con pollo and everything but then you know when it's time to you know uh make it in corporate america or some shit like that or start voting and shit all of a sudden it's make america great again you know it's like well what the fuck like what the fuck like you ain't rolling your r's no more you know what i'm saying so it's like get the fuck out of here but you know they don't they give them you know the benefit of the doubt oh it's a more complex group uh and all this other shit like we just simpletons like black like the black americans are just simpletons like that's how they fucking treat us like it's just it's just it's fucking frustrating the relationship that we have with fucking america and then you look at online you know with the when this whole shit was going on with george floyd and shit like that you seen all these foreign flag negroes out here like shitting on us and shit like that and it was just like damn damn y'all can't even join the struggle with us like we your brothers out here you know what i'm saying we amplify the shit y'all be going through and now it's just like man what the fuck so you just kind of feel like all alone in this world and that is just like it's just like we all we got we all we got and I'm fine with that because you just get used to that type of shit. You know what I'm saying? But um, let's see what else is going on. Am I even recording? Okay, good. I am recording. <laughs> it's late. But um, man, let me see if I can find a quote for y'all. Give y'all some hope. You know, we creeping up. It's Friday and uh, it's early Friday morning. But uh, for me, but um, yeah, let me see if I can find y'all a quote. Give y'all some game. And bless y'all and leave y'all on a positive note with this mini pod. Give me just a second. Let me try to find something for y'all. So I didn't find a quote, but uh, I did uh, come across uh, this sister on Instagram that y'all need to be following. She's a therapist named Nidra Tawab. Uh, Tawab. And it's uh, N-E-D-R-A-T-A-W-W-A-B. I've been following her for a while. Uh, but I feel like a lot of folks are anxious and she had this post 
where it's 12 tools that reduce anxiety. I know a lot of people are anxious about what's going on uh, with the state of this country right now and who's about to be the president, who's going to be leading this charge. And this is going to be a long fight, a legal fight. It's going to be held up in courts for a while. Um, so I'm going to give you these 12 tools. Um, the first one, number one, she has is resting. So resting, just chilling out, cooling out. Uh, number two is setting boundaries, setting boundaries. Number three is eliminating stressors, eliminating stressors. Uh, number four, this is uh, so important, having a bedtime routine. That is very, very important. If you don't have a routine, you just go to sleep in chaos. And then next thing you know, you tossing and turning, you getting up, you know, every, you know, 30 minutes, 45 minutes, like you got a newborn or something. Uh, number five is journaling to get your thoughts out. This is very important. You know, just kind of write it out, scribble it out. Um, number six is acknowledging what you can and can't control. Uh, I have I struggle with that myself. I try to control things that I can't control. That's a lot. That's I, I need to, I need that. Um, number seven is making decisions quicker. Um, I don't have an issue with that, but because I'm I'm pretty decisive. I'll make a decision right or wrong. I'm going to stick by that motherfucker. And if it's wrong, I'm just like, all right, I learned what I'm not going to do. But uh, number eight is naming what you feel. I feel anxious. Acknowledging that shit. I feel anxious. Uh, number nine is being assertive when you think you've been wrong. Uh, a lot of times and I have to work on this at um customer service places so like um like going to target walmart just out shopping retail because i did that for so long as a youngster um i know what they be going through so i'll be letting shit slide and so i be catching myself now to not let that shit slide i'm more assertive now i'm working on being more assertive because i just you know i'd be like damn i know this sucks you know you're only making you know maybe nine ten dollars an hour and you got an attitude but i need you to not fucking throw this crystal vase in in this fucking bag and then throw a 12 pack of pop on top of it you know so with me i'm just always trying to I'm, I've always been somebody who can I can put myself in your shoes. You know, I can see things from your point of view, but I think I'm too nice with it. So that's something that I've been working on is being more assertive in that situation. Now, if it's another situation like somebody coming to do a job here or some shit, I'm going to hold you to the highest degree, highest standard. Uh, but like little rinky dink shit like the grocery store and uh, like Target and Walmart, I need to be a lot more assertive. So I feel that one. Um, number 10 is acknowledging that anxiety is a feeling and it's okay to feel anxious, accepting that shit. I know a lot of times if I'm feeling something that I don't want to feel, I try to bury it, but you need to acknowledge it and be like, you know what? It's okay to feel a little bit of anxious, to feel some anxiety. Um, number 11, this is very important, is setting a designated amount of time to think about your worries. Don't do it before bed, though, because your ass will be up all night Googling or, uh, you know, doing some shit where you go down the YouTube rabbit hole, uh, you know, and then next thing you know, it's like, uh, you know, 450 in the morning. And you got to be up at fucking 545. You know what I'm saying? And then number 12 is just focus on finding solutions. All right. But remember that number one, the first one is resting. That's how you reduce anxiety is just the rest. Be at ease. Turn off that goddamn TV. Turn off that TV. Turn off them alerts. Uh, at I uh, on if you have an uh, iPhone, you can set up your bedtime where do not disturb but come on. And it'll limit your uh, what you can do on the phone at a certain time. And I had that shit set for like 10 o'clock because I just be want to chill. Uh, it's just, you know, it's just so much that be going on. And it's just like, I just need to cool out and enjoy my time at home. You know what I'm saying? Just enjoy that time. Enjoy that time. And y'all need to stop worrying and uh, just take care of you and yours. 
But um, if y'all have any issues or any worries, um, y'all can always hit me up at doragsandboatshoes at gmail.com. And I'm not going to read them shits on the air. I'll hit you back if you have any anxieties, racial anxieties, um, any kind of isms you face and you need some advice. Just go ahead and shoot me uh you know, an email at do rags and boat shoes a n d uh, at uh, gmail, and that's d u r a g s a n d b o a t s h o e s at gmail.com. So you can go ahead and do that if you're feeling anxious, uh, if you're worried about what's going on with the state of this country and shit. And I can, you know, always put a battery in your back or just listen to you. You know what I'm saying? So. You know, it is it is not what it is, you know, but we're going to make it do what it do. Um, but this has been a mini pod of do rags and boat shoes. Did y'all vote? I hope you did. But if not, ain't nobody judging you because I get it. I understand it. Um, but I always as always, I love y'all. I have nothing but love and respect for y'all. And um, I will holler at y'all in a little bit. All right. One.